is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. You know, the Republicans on Capitol Hill in the House have been handed a gold mine. They've been handed a gold mine. Now, don't get me wrong, they've worked for it. These committee hearings have been fabulous. But they're waiting for pictures of, like, a murder scene. And even worse, the Democrats are saying, if you don't have pictures of a murder scene, you know, you have no evidence that anything's going on here. Folks, there's a reason why you don't hear from Merrick Garland. There's a reason why you don't hear from the Department of Justice at all. All this is swirling around the President of the United States. All this is swirling around the Department of Justice. The outrageous cover-up deal that they cut with Hunter Biden's lawyers in order to quiet them. To get this off the table. So there's not going to be a criminal investigation of Joe Biden. Meantime, we have Nancy Mace and others coming forward saying basically we can't do an impeachment inquiry. Or it's too soon to do an impeachment inquiry. What do you need? The murder scene. You're not going to get the murder scene. You've got tons of information here. That in any other situation would trigger a criminal investigation, and in any other president would trigger an impeachment inquiry. So what exactly is the standard here? What's it going to take? You've got Republicans who are saying, well, this will cost us the House if we go down this path. What? You know what? Sometimes you do the right thing and you hope for the best in politics. But you do the right thing. 
when you have the most corrupt president in American history sitting in the Oval Office, on top of being the most demented. They're not even calling for a special counsel on Capitol Hill. They're not even calling for a special counsel. Well, let me tell you something. There's not going to be a criminal investigation unless there is a special counsel. And they don't want a special counsel. Why? Because Joe Biden's corruption will be pointed out, be demonstrated. Even more, Joe Biden will have to give testimony under oath to a federal grand jury. Remember how they forced Donald Trump to answer questions under oath? At the direction of the grand jury? Joe Biden doesn't have to answer to anybody. He'll just keep lying to you, we the people. The Democrats don't worry. They got more grand juries going on Trump or anybody else who gets in the way than you can possibly imagine. Than you can possibly imagine. They're not thinking in the next election. They're thinking of destroying the people who are in their way. When it comes to impeachment, they couldn't impeach fast enough or often enough based on nothing. Nothing. But the Republicans are there, you know, wringing their hands. It's unbelievable to me. Why aren't they calling for a special counsel? Because we're afraid of two things. One, the wrong guy will be appointed. And number two, It'll be harder for Congress to get to the bottom of it. To get to the bottom of what? They're at the bottom of it. There should be an impeachment inquiry right now. No, 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 you don't understand. You're a step ahead. You're ahead of your skis. Whatever the stupid phraseology is. And they play right into the hand of the Democrats who keep saying what? There's no evidence tying Joe Biden. There's no evidence. There's no evidence. There could be DNA. There could be fingerprints. There could be everything. It wouldn't matter to them. It wouldn't matter. But when you hear Republicans say it, we're dealing in large part with quizzlings, as I said the other day. Now there should be a special counsel appointed. There must be a special counsel appointed. Or Joe Biden will never have to answer any questions that have any legal consequence whatsoever. Period. And I would say to the Democrats, you have a problem with a special counsel? If Joe Biden hasn't done anything wrong, what's the problem? What's the problem? So only Trump heads into an election handicapped with a DA in Manhattan, an attorney general in New York, a DA in Atlanta, a grand jury in Washington, a grand jury in Florida, a trial now in Florida. Only he has to deal with that. Pretty amazing, don't you think? No, it's pathetic. Now, I want to repeat this. What is the likely crime that Joe Biden committed? I said this last week. What is the likely crime that Joe Biden committed? 
please, Republicans on Capitol Hill, pay attention. I'm educating you. He's a co-conspirator in Hunter Biden's FARA violations. All you have to do is show that Hunter Biden, one count of violating the FARA. This is what Robert Mueller did. This is what they did to Manafort. That's it. One count. Joe Biden. Even before today, as I explained last week, the speaker phoned 20 of those? Joe Biden would have to prove his innocence. Joe Biden would have to prove that he had no knowledge who was on the other end of the phone and so forth and so on. Yet the Department of Justice just said in court that Farah was an area they were going to continue to investigate. But they're not going to investigate Joe Biden as a co-conspirator, are they? So he has to testify. Under oath, as I said last week, about his son, what his son told him, what his son didn't tell him, about the names of the people he spoke to those 20 times over the speaker. And by the way, that's 20 times over the speaker. How many other times did he speak to people not in front of Devin Archer? Heads of state and so forth and so on. Nobody's bringing that up. So I will. So Joe Biden needs to answer these questions under oath, under penalty of potential imprisonment. Now, of course, you can't indict a sitting president, but so what? You still need the information. We voters, don't we? Where is the evidence the Democrats want to know? Because they know that Garland's in the back pocket. And so the rational follow-up from any reporter who's with his or her sought, and most of them aren't, is, okay, you want evidence? How come you're not asking for a special counsel? You've got all this information out there, all this information out there. What's the problem? Now, what is Farah? We talk about Farah. It requires certain agents of foreign principles who are engaged in political activities or other activities specified under the statute, I'm reading from the DOJ, to make periodic public disclosure of the relationship with the foreign principle, as well as activities, receipts, and disbursements in support of those activities. Boy, they got Hunter dead to rights. Dead to rights. And Daddy who participated in at least 20, and we know there are more, 20 in front of Devin Archer. 20 in front of Devin Archer. There could be 500 for all we know. 20 in front of Devin Archer. On the speaker, Daddy, come here, Daddy. Would you tell them who you are? I'm Joe Robinette Biden, Jr. I'm the Vice President of the United States. I lunch bucket Joe, they often call me. Quid pro quo Joe, it's another name they use. But Mark, you can't prove the Democrat. You can't prove anything. Okay, let's get a special counsel. No. Well, on what basis do you appoint a special counsel? Okay, let's look at the at the requirements at the Department of Justice. Section six hundred point one twenty eight CFR. 
The Attorney General, in cases in which the Attorney General is recused, the Acting Attorney General will appoint a special counsel when he or she determines, will appoint a special counsel, when he or she determines a criminal investigation of a person or matter is warranted. Is it not warranted here? I mean, I think we need to answer for the Democrats, don't we, Mr. Producer? They want to know what's the evidence. All right, let's get it for them. A, that investigation or prosecution of the person or matter by a U.S. Attorney's Office or litigating division of the Department of Justice would present a conflict of interest for the department or other extraordinary circumstances, and B, that under the circumstances it would be in the public interest to appoint an outside special counsel to assume responsibility for the matter. Now, notice they talk about an outside special counsel. So Merrick Garland even violated the appointment with Jack Smith. Because Jack Smith is not outside the Department of Justice. Oh, he's just a hag. Like I said, he's not outside the Department of Justice. And I spent a lot of time last night on Life, Liberty, and Levin going through that. We charted it. We did all of it. They simply set up another Department of Justice, and they put the worst of the worst people in there, particularly Democrat hacks. But all that said, the conditions for appointing a special counsel have been met well beyond the standard that's required. Well beyond the standard. And yet, they use this to appoint a special counsel to go after Trump. That's not even the purpose. That's not even how you do this. Nobody's ever appointed a special counsel to go after the other party or the other candidate. It, it's an internal mechanism to make sure the Attorney General doesn't appear to be in a conflict with the man who appointed him. That's the real reason this exists. But we're not hearing with a collective voice, including from the Republican leadership, that there needs to be a special counsel. Now! Now! So Joe Biden is put under oath. And then you'll get an impeachment. Because then you'll determine that in fact he was a co-conspirator to violate the Foreign Registration Act. Then you'll have it. But they don't want to go there. So what's the point, America? They don't want to go the legislative constitutional route, and they don't want to go the executive criminal route with the special counsel. So what route are they going to go on? And what are they waiting for? We need to develop the case. No! You have enough of a developed case to have an impeachment inquiry. And you certainly have enough of a developed case to have a special counsel appointed. You've got enough for both or either or we can keep just can you believe what Biden did can you believe what Archer said can you believe can you then what I mean it makes for great ratings I'm sure it makes for great conversation on radio and TV makes for great columns and columnists but it doesn't help save the damn country I'll be right back Mark 
You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Now, while the basics won't even done, won't even be done as they are in any typical investigation when it comes to the Department of Justice and potential violations of law involving Joe Biden, the basics won't even be done. When it comes to Donald Trump, it's not a matter of basics. It's a matter of throwing everything conceivable at the man, the kitchen sink, every curveball, every knuckleball, and aiming for his head with every pitch. The complete opposite. I think there are several ways for him to fight back. I've mentioned it on air. I've mentioned it on Fox. I've mentioned it on Levin TV, certainly here to fire real torpedoes into the side of that pirate ship. I want to hit them very quickly, not all of them, some of them. And then I want to go through some of the reaction today, some of the audio and other things to the testimony that Devin Archer gave. Our second hour, we're going to have Miranda Devine on the program as well. I'll be right back. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios, and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. The new American Revolution starts here. The Mark Levin Show. Call in at 877-381-3811. Most of what you're hearing you will never hear on NBC or ABC or CBS or PBS or NPR. 
MSNBC, CNN, and you only started hearing it on the mothership at Fox because I started talking about it. And that's okay. The others, as opposed to Fox, are never going to voice any of it. They don't even have people on there who are able to because they're so one-sided. I'll give you a perfect example. Why did the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, D.C., and then picked up by the so-called special counsel, Jack Smith, have a grand jury investigating the documents case? Why was that handled in Washington, D.C.? Because these are where all the favorable Obama judges are. And Biden judges. And the very, very weak Trump judges. This is part of the United States Department of Justice swamp. As I pointed out here and I pointed out on Fox and elsewhere. Ten out of the twelve active judges in D.C., either came out of the U.S. Attorney's Office, the Public Defender's Office, or Maine Justice. Or both. Or two of them. So they're close. They socialize. They have lunch together at the courthouse. I know this is a fact. I used to work there. Plus, as I pointed out in the chart, Smith built his own mini-justice department and brought in the most aggressive and irresponsible prosecutors he could, many of whom worked for him when he ran the public integrity section and targeted the Tea Party and others. And Bob McDonald was great last night on Fox, very courageous man. When you pick a special counsel, you're supposed to pick somebody outside of this system. That's what the, that's what the rule says. Outside of. Not recreate the Eric Holder Department of Justice, which is what they've done. Now, here's what I'm talking about. You still haven't heard this from legal analysts. The Department of Justice guidelines for prosecutors, 9-11.121. These aren't suggestions. These are guidelines for prosecutors who work for the Department of Justice. Quote, on venue limitations, a case should not be presented to a grand jury in a district unless venue for the offense lies in that district. What took place in Mar-a-Lago did not lie in Washington, D.C. Now, Jack the Ripper Smith and his up to 60 prosecutors and FBI agents all know this rule. They've been around a long time, several decades. So they violated it purposely because they wanted the judges in the District of Columbia, particularly the one judge who's now gone, Beryl Howe, who worked for Patrick Leahy for 10 years and has ruled against Donald Trump in every single motion and ruled for the government in every single motion. She's a hack. She's a leftist. She's now retired. But the damage is done. And, of course, the grand jurors are chosen from the population in that district, which is Washington, D.C. 
one of the greatest haven for Trump haters on the face of the earth. 5% of the population that voted in Washington, D.C. in the last election voted for Trump. Over 93% for Joe Biden. You know, Xi Jinping looks for numbers like that. So they purposely pick this district because they want to bring these charges and this indictment against Trump. Not in Florida, here. And then near the end, he moves it all down to Florida. People are saying, what was he thinking? Did he not realize blah, 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 blah? I'm telling you what he was doing. He's a sleazeball. And then because yours truly has been on TV and radio talking about this, whether it's Fox, whether it's behind this microphone and 14 and a half million people, some of the scum in his office hear what I'm saying or they're monitoring Fox. They said, uh-oh, he's on to us. So they move it down to Florida. And then they, they claim all they have to do is read the charges to a new grand jury in Florida, and that's good enough. No, it's not good enough. The grand jury in Washington, D.C. did all the investigative work at the direction of the prosecutor's office, not the grand jury in Florida. It's not good enough just to read them and have them rubber stamp them. Otherwise, every damn prosecutor in the country would do that. They would go venue shopping. The rule doesn't say all you have to do is in good faith fix it or even in bad faith fix it. It says this is what you shall not do. And they did it. And so this certainly should be a motion, and I hope at some point is, by the Trump lawyers that this entire thing should be thrown out. Now, in addition, I've brought up this attorney-client privilege issue that was decided on the last day of Judge Howell's judgeship. It's still in secret. We don't know Why she ruled how she did, we don't know what her order says. It's still in secret. And virtually every charge brought against President Trump comes from that decision. Against him having due process rights and taking attorney-client privilege away from him. So I brought that up. And I brought up much more. The search warrant. It's a general warrant. Limitless rummaging around the docket. You can't say that the government can seize similarly packaged materials, quote, in the vicinity, unquote, of the boxes containing documents, Mark. That's a general warrant. You have to be very specific. Is any criminal out there or any criminal defense lawyer? You can't have limitless rummaging through stuff. And not only that, there's an affidavit that is attached to the warrant that is a swearing as to what we know is there, what we're looking for, and that sort of stuff. Well, was there anything in there that was exculpatory? They need to know. They need to know. So what you have is what's called a Frank's hearing. A Frank's hearing. A hearing in front of the judge. Sort of a mini, not so much trial, but 
expose when it comes to this process. So the judge in Florida should do that. Because that's where the motion would be filed, presumably. So this is why the additional charges were filed the other day by the special prosecutor. Because he's thinking if they knock out these other indictments based on what Levin is saying, I'm being honest, that the exception, crime fraud exception to attorney-client privilege actually did not meet the bar. And this venue issue on top of that just shows utter bad faith, but more than that, again, attack on due process. It's a directive by the Department of Justice, not a suggestion. And of course, there's more. I'm not going to repeat myself. Not yet, anyway. So they throw in these, uh, these ridiculous charges, and they indict the head of maintenance because they want him or somebody else to flip on Trump and say, yes, he directed us to, uh, to erase certain video. By the way, no video was erased. It's just the act of directing somebody to do it. Now, let me ask you something. Is that really serious when you're going after a former president and a candidate for president, Mr. Producer? What, what, are, you, what are you looking for here other than, other than do whatever you have to do to get a victory, to get a win? But that's why he did it, because that's separate and apart from everything else. But even there, it's a he, he. Trump says, no, I never directed him to do anything. Okay, so now what do you do? But more than all of this, listen to me carefully. More than all of this. What does this demonstrate? That this case would be brought with the grand jury in D.C. and then moved to Florida. It demonstrates the motives the number one motive, which is to interfere in the election. Because Smith knows, and he had to get the approval of Garrick. Just keep in mind, Merrick Garland, rather, that Merrick Garland's involved in all. He's the final say in all this. That they wanted Trump indicted. They knew they'd get him indicted in Washington, D.C. Yeah, they'll move the damn thing to Florida. But get him indicted, interfere with the election, Create as many problems as you can. They're not expecting his support to go up, of course. As much as you can. That's what it's about. And all the media do is they, you know, three more indictments against Trump scheming, scheming to erase video. That's all you hear. All you hear is the prosecution side from the media. That's it. And yet when it comes to Joe Biden, all you hear is the Joe Biden side. And the Hunter Biden side. And their lawyer side. That's all you hear. That's why you have to ignore them. We'll be right back. Lovin.
You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios, and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I want all the news people out there to listen, even the frauds. I want all the news people to listen at OAN and Newsmax. I want all the news people to listen at Fox. Everybody. All the news people at Mediaite and Mediocreite. You know what I do for fun? I do research. So I went to the National Park Service site. Now, who's in charge of the National Park Service, Mr. Producer? Joe Biden, right? Department of Interior reports to Joe Biden. The National Park Service. Who's in charge of it? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Who funds it? Congress. So, the federal government controls the National Park Service. The federal government determines what the National Park Service puts out in terms of information. Museum Management Program, National Park Service, U.S. Department of Interior, Biden Administration. Teaching with Museum Collections Lesson Plans for Children. From Slavery to Freedom, Different Journeys to Liberty. And so this should be interesting. So I scroll down to Lesson 2. Lesson 2 is called, ready for this? A house slave acquiring skills. Now, I'll quote, students analyze objects to determine what skills a house slave needed to complete assigned tasks. Students explore the potential marketability of these skills. This lesson also introduced students into 19th century foodways. Say what? Say what? Students analyze objects to determine what skills a house slave needed to complete assigned tasks. Students explore the potential marketability of these skills. This lesson also introduces students in the 19th century food waste. The potential marketability of skills? Mr. Producer! We not only have the college boards... We have the official United States government National Park Service under Joe Biden. Now, I am waiting for congressional Democrats and some Republicans to insist that this language be addressed. Kamala Harris, Vice President of the United States. 
the interior department's reports to her and her boss. Is Kamala Harris a racist? Now, slavery had no redeeming value. There's no question about that. But the war on Governor DeSantis is rather peculiar. Shall we now have a war on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? Let me repeat for the slow to listen. The low IQ, prebubescent Neanderthals at Mediocrite and Media Matters and CNN and MSNBC and all the rest of that crap alphabet out there. Students analyzed objects, National Park Service, to determine what skills a house slave needed to complete assigned tasks. Students explore the potential marketability of these skills. That's all the DeSantis material says. It's not even his. It's all the scholars who put it together said. That's it. Now, I would say this. Will Kamala Harris march to the doors of the Interior Department, which is right there in Washington, D.C., right near the Federal Reserve Building? But the reserving, I don't know. But go right there to the Interior Department. You're going to bang on the doors, Kamala? You're going to have a press conference in front of the Interior Department? You're going to tell them, this is outrageous. Are you going to say, Joe Biden and I are racists? The government's racist. We Democrats are racist. Will you, Kamala? And all the rest out there who've taken umbrage at this. This is not my issue. I wouldn't die on this hill. I'm just saying. By the way, I misquoted... uh, Byron Donalds the other night. He's a good man. I just wanted to make that clear. When I make a mistake, I just want to make it clear that I made a mistake. But I'm talking about others now. What do you think of this, Mr. Producer? Quite a little find, all those massive corporate media outlets. They don't even look. Me, sitting at the dining room table with all my books and all. I look, and there it is. I didn't know the Park Service was filled with racists, as is the Biden administration that oversees the Park Service. Pretty damn outrageous, if you ask me. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. It be me. And we're going to have Miranda Devine on in about 20 minutes. But I want to get into now some of the audio after today's closed-door uh, hearing or questioning of Devin Archer, Biden's longtime partner. Now, I hear people say, how can you trust somebody who's serving a jet? I don't know. How can you trust Hunter Biden? I mean, they're all sleazeballs. But this guy has no reason to lie. Certainly not at this point. He's nothing in it for him. Here's Dan Goldman. Dan Goldman's turning into a real clown. 
I mean, he is a clown, but everybody's getting deceited he's a clown. This guy was in the Southern District of New York Prosecutor's Office. They must have called him quite the, quite the dunce. Cut one, go. The witness, Mr. Archer, was very clear that Hunter spoke to his father every day. Um, that, and he indicated that he approximated about 20 times over the course of his 10-year business relationship that he had with Mr. Biden, which would be, with Hunter Biden, which would be about twice a year that uh, Hunter would... Now, let's, his- stop, let's stop. Let's stop. Just see what a sleazeball this guy is. Number one. He lets part of the cat out of the bag. Hunter spoke to his father every day, Mr. Producer. About what? Now, that is a perfect question for criminal investigators for a grand jury. What did you speak about with your son every single day? And not once business came up? Not a single time? Not even in the name of a foreign potentate that he was interested in doing business with? Then you go down the whole list of all the flights, the laptop information, and so forth and so on. I mean, it would be brutal. I could do it. Be brutal. And then what he does, which is very just they spoke 20 times over 10-year business. That's twice a year for 10 years. How do you know they didn't speak 10 times in one month? Why are you dividing them out like that? Because the guy is a fraud and a fink. Go ahead. Speakerphone with... Um, uh, with whomever was at dinner, and he, there was no indication that he had any idea who was at dinner with them. It was just a say hello, I'm at dinner here, and there was nothing related to his business dealings. That's not what was said, based on the information we're reading. Nothing related to his business dealings. Joe just got on the phone with any Tom, Dick, and Muhammad. Because his son said, hey, I'm here with the, uh, with the vice president. You're on the speaker now, Dad. What would you like to tell? Uh, General Lee in Communist China, what would you like to tell him? Can you tell him hello? Hello, I'm Joe Robinette Biden Jr. Lunch bucket, Joe. They call me in Scranton. Thanks, Dad. Okay, when you're done... Mr. Producer, wouldn't you say, son, what the hell was that all about? Joe had no curiosity. Didn't want to know. No, no, no. Why are you putting me on the phone with people? Who was that? Now, step back a second, folks. Pull back. Everything's on the firing line right now. But back then, you're not on the firing line. Your son is telling you, Dad, speak to, get on, get on the speakerphone. Just say hello. So why wouldn't he say, Dad, this is Xi Jinping. Can you say hi? Xi, how you doing, baby? Come on now. So the idea that at no time, at no time, did Joe Biden know who the hell he was talking about or two is absurd. And we only know 20 times with Devin Archer. How many times were without Devin Archer and just by... Hunter Biden. After all, he spoke to his father every single day. Let's go to cut two. Go. 
Doesn't that contradict the president's statement saying that he never talked to any of Hunter Biden business associates? Clearly he talked, whether it's about the weather or whatever, but he said specifically that he's never talked to them. Doesn't this contradict that? I don't know what his comment is. And if we're going to, well, I don't, I don't think that's what he said. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. He said that he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. So you see, in order, these are shameless bastards. They just are the worst of the worst. They are the lowest of the low. We all know what Hunter Biden said. He said it to tens of millions of us. He said it in response to Trump at a debate. He said it during his run for the presidency, beyond the debate and before the debate. We have video of it. We have audio of it. They've only now started to change the, the propaganda to, in order to try and accommodate the information that's coming out. Go ahead. One that he sees his son with. Well, is he supposed to say, hi, son? Oh, no, I'm not going to say hello to the other people at the table. Well, let me tell they- you how it works, jackass. I get this from time to time. Even from people I don't know. Hey, Mark, will you say hello to so-and-so? And you know what I say every time, Mr. Producer? Who is it? Who am I supposed to say hello to? And 99% of the time I say no. But who is it? You know, it's just, I am the vice president. So that, that, that think about it yourselves, folks. Is this the way you conduct your lives? Go ahead. It's kind of a preposterous premise to think that a father should not say hello to people that the son are at dinner with. The son is at dinner with, and that is literally all the evidence is. You know what? You're a sorry SOB. You really are. Maybe that's how he conducts his life, but there's not another father on the face of the earth that does that unless, unless they know what's going on is potentially criminal. But 20 times, you, your son says, Dad, will you say hello to your own speaker? Vice President of the United States. You don't say anything? Hi, I'm Joe Biden. Okay, thanks. Now, what's interesting is the text that, that was released about two weeks ago, 10 days ago, give or take. Or was it an audio at this point? But it was released. And it was information, remember, where Hunter Biden is talking about the shakedown. Remember the bribery? He wants $5 million, $5 million, total of $10 million. Remember all that? I think it's a text. And he doesn't just hand a phone to his dad or the speaker to his dad. The whole conversation leads up to it right there and then. And you'll remember the IRS whistleblowers, they testified to the fact that they wanted to find out. They were going to use GPS systems, Mr. Producer, you remember that? To find out if Joe Biden had used his cell phone and was in the same exact location as his son, and they were stopped by the Department of Justice. They say, where's the evidence? In the middle of a cover-up, all the censorship, all the obstruction that's going, where's the evidence? Go ahead. 
So, so to confirm, you're saying that the speakerphone conversations, they don't seem concerning to you because there was no specifics about business, and it just seemed like it was clear about- that It was clear that it was as part of the daily conversations that Hunter Biden had with his father, um, and it was, and, and sounds like most of the time, uh, now President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner. He was just asked to say hello. So here's the deal. This is way more than enough to appoint a special counsel. Way more than enough, thanks to this guy, Dan Goldman. He spoke to his father all the time. And here's my next question. How do they know what to charge Hunter Biden with if they don't get testimony from his father? Do you understand what I'm saying? Forget about, even at this point, investigating Joe Biden. They now are having to make a decision on Hunter Biden, whether or not to go full-fledged trial on him, which they're not, or some kind of deal. Now, if you're going to do some kind of deal, you kind of need to explore more what exactly happened. Who better to ask than the number one eyewitness, Mr. Producer? His father! More when I return. Mark Lovin. You know a company is looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger... Take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Miranda Devine is an intrepid, a serious journalist at the New York Post. How are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? It's a pleasure. Very, very well. Thank you. Okay, Miranda, I don't want to bore you with the same questions you're getting all day. Let me ask you some questions that I want to pursue with you. Number one, this guy, Dan Goldman, is he not the best spokesman for the Republican Party? I mean, this guy's <laughs> such an idiot. It's it's really hard to believe. So he says today, he comes out of there, he says, look, they spoke every day, father and son. And I'm thinking, okay, that's worth pursuing. And 20 times over 10 years, and then he divides 10 in the trace. That's twice a year for 10 years. No, it could have been 10 times in one week, for all we know, with the speaker and so forth. But here's my question to you. All they need to do is find one instance in which Hunter Biden violated the FARA. It's not a matter of piling on cases. It's one instance where he didn't register and he didn't do what he's supposed to do under the uh, federal statute. And they use this pretty aggressively against Manafort and some of the others. Mueller did. Uh, so they opened a the door to this thing. But my point to you is this. Joe Biden 
you don't have to demonstrate that he took a single nickel for him to be a co-conspirator in his son's violation of Farah. All you have to do is demonstrate that one time, during one of those calls, that he knew who was on the other end. He doesn't even have to know about the business deals. Isn't that why they really don't want a special counsel and really dig into this? Because they know, and I know, and you know, that all hell will break loose. Yes, look, you, you really don't need a whole lot more evidence. Um, just on the phone calls alone, which today the Democrats and dumb Dan Goldman were trying to explain away and saying, oh, Joe Biden, you know, he just spoke about the weather and so on. He doesn't need to. This is how influence peddling works. Joe Biden, he was the product that was being peddled. His influence, his immense power as the vice president of the United States, who had been given power over Ukraine, China, Romania, these countries where his family, his son Hunter and his brother Jim Biden were getting millions of dollars. So he doesn't need to talk about the minute detail of the deals and how much money is being paid. Mm-hmm. All he's there for is so that Hunter can demonstrate to these people who are showering him with diamonds and cash that he can get this powerful man on the phone at the drop of a hat, anytime, on call, on speed dial, put him on the speakerphone, introduce him to the group. That was what he was selling. That was worth millions of dollars. Open and shut case. And for Joe Biden now to pretend that, I mean, I'm not sure if you noticed, but there was a, he's he's on vacation, right? He's gone hidden away. I've tried to look in the other direction, to be quite honest with you. He's at the beach, yes, yes, um, and supposedly reading books. We're told, but he's away from from questions, right? That's the point. That he's it's the effective. The beach is the basement, and he, he. However, there was a podcast that he was on today, some obscure podcast, and they released the episode today. And in it, Joe Biden says, apropos of nothing, that he speaks to his family members every single day. Now, that's not a coincidence that that came out on the same day that Hunter Biden, former best friend in business, has said that Joe Biden was put on the speakerphone about 20 times in his, when he was there, that he witnessed, or probably many more times, mm-hmm. uh, to speak to Hunter Biden's overseas business partners. So what they're pretending is, just some random phone call that Joe Biden had every day. He had no idea that Hunter Biden was putting him on the phone and introducing him to his Ukrainian oligarchs and so on. Um, it, it, Joe had no idea and he just thought he was being introduced to friends and he just spoke about the weather, so he's completely innocent. You would have mm-hmm. to be so dumb to buy that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why he needs to be under oath, you know. That's that's I mean that's what they do to Trump. That's pretty typical. The predicates are all there for a special counsel. Um, they're more than there. They've been there for a long time, and they just keep piling up. I mean, they blocked the IRS whistleblower. Remember, uh, he wanted to uh, to get some GPS alignment on uh, Joe's phone yes. to see where it was, and the Department of Justice told him no. Then these clowns come up and say, "Where's your evidence?" Uh, hello. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's just, tons of evidence. Yeah. I mean. Go ahead. I'm Even sorry. Even without that, 
there's tons of evidence, Mark, as you know. I mean, there's bank statements and WhatsApp messages and emails and documents and whistleblowers and former business partners. And the more evidence that comes out, the more the Democrats say there's no evidence. It's, it's, it's absolute gaslighting and lies. Plus, you don't need evidence for an impeachment inquiry. The whole point of the inquiry is you got enough here, you better look into it. Uh, here's the thing. They don't want an impeachment inquiry, and they don't want a special counsel. And I hate to tell you this, Miranda. Most Republicans don't want it either. I'm listening to them. Yeah. I'm saying, what the hell's wrong with these people? They don't want an impeachment yeah. inquiry where they can really dig into even more, and they don't want a special counsel. So what are we all going to do? Just keep wringing our hands over this? Uh, it, it's crazy because, you know, if you they've gone out on a limb now. I think they've done a very good job, James Comer, particularly yes. with the Oversight Committee. They've only had six months. They've uncovered a lot. Um, but, you know, you look at the Republicans in the Senate and mm. they are, I, it, they're carrying water for Joe Biden. There is nothing else you can say but that. That's what they're doing. And um, they don't want an impeachment inquiry. And, look, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think a special counsel is better or an impeachment inquiry? Because it's, it's the duty of Congress when the DOJ has failed to do their job and the FBI over many years with all these allegations that have flooded in, the, the, the House Oversight Committee is doing what has not been done for almost a decade by the DOJ. They've done a lot of it in six months, but mm. they need more power, I think, and Congress has a duty, don't you think, a constitutional duty yes. to get to the bottom of this um, since what? the DOJ refuses to do the job. You ask a great question. Each branch has their own responsibility, and they should pursue them fully. Now, the problem is we have a corrupt branch that's run by Joe Biden uh, mm. that will do nothing to investigate Biden and anything to try and destroy his opposition way over the top on so many of this stuff, on so much of this stuff. But I think the requirement is you're supposed to pick somebody for special counsel who's outside the system, outside the Department of Justice. I tried to prove last night on Fox that's exactly the opposite of what they do with Trump. But you know what? These are the cards that are dealt us. So the House should pursue their impeachment inquiry. I don't know what they're waiting for. Is, they, they, is there a dead body somewhere? And, 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 the, and the Justice Department should be pressured to have a special counsel. Don't leave me yet. I'm, I'm curious to know what you think of that and other things. We'll be right back with Miranda Devine, the great journalist, columnist, the New York Post. You know a company's looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger... Take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code L-E-V-I-N Podcast and make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. 
Call in now, 877-381-3811. With us is Miranda Devine, New York Post, outstanding columnist. Let me, let me clarify what I'm trying to say here. In the Department of Justice, they're in full cover-up mode and worse. They represent the Biden crime family. So I don't see how it can get any worse with a special counsel, and I don't think um, that he or she would be complete, completely bought off if they were to be bought off at all because uh, Merrick Garland doesn't want one. He's perfectly yeah. happy in being in control. And then on the House side, Devin Archer is their main guy for the, uh, for the committee. I don't know how many more shoes are going to drop. An awful lot of them, a centipede full of shoes, have already dropped. And if they're scared of an inquiry, they say, we have to develop this. Develop what? You've had whistleblowers up there. You have the laptop up there, thanks to you folks. You have other texts, other information. You know all about this stuff. What is it that you're trying to develop exactly? So my attitude is, let's go. Let's get on with it. Yeah, look. Look, I mean, they do have um, some other equally good uh, witnesses coming up um, to Devin Archer. So he's certainly not their only one. Um, but uh, you're right. I mean, well, after them, then lot, let's go. There's only six months. Yeah. Look, I, I don't really know whether they'd be better off and they'd have more powers now going straight to an impeachment inquiry. Um, but, you know... The problem, I think, is this sort of internal scepticism. Um, you know, the Senate, you had, I think, Tom Tillis, it was the other day, who was saying, oh, to have an impeachment, um, you know, it's a very high bar because the Democrats cheapened the process. Yes, they did on exactly the same issue on Ukraine. Um, they did cheapen the process. And as for a special counsel, the problem is Merrick Garland chooses uh, right. He chose a pit bull, a killer, for President Trump's yep. classified documents. And he chose a pussycat, Robert Hur, for Joe Biden. We haven't heard a peep out of him. He's hardly spent any money compared to Jack Smith. I think Jack Smith's spent about three or four times more at the last look. Um, so that's, that, that's how yeah, you... But they're already covering up, so you can't do much worse than a cover-up. No. In other words, in other words look, Garland's I, I doing think, it himself. Yeah. I, look, I don't know. Do you think an impeachment... I'm sort of in two minds. I think, yeah. you know, I'd love to see Joe Biden impeach. I think he's, he's absolutely high crimes and misdemeanors. It's all there. And it would force the mainstream media, the left-wing media, to actually start reporting this stuff, which they're studiously ignoring. But on the other hand... Uh, is it going to be a distraction before the election and take all the energy away from other important things that need to be done? For instance, well, you know, stopping the border crisis um, right. and and making sure that the next election isn't rigged. You know, the problem we have, of course, uh, is the media. And if we had a decent media, but we don't. So, you know, I can dream all I want. But here's my attitude. Yeah. Sometimes you do the right thing because it's the right thing. And hopefully the politics will follow. Maybe it won't. But I don't think we get anywhere, you know, uh, just running in place. I can tell you when I was chief of staff to Attorney General Meese, they had this thing called the Independent Counsel Statute. They were using it against him and Reagan and anybody else they could use it against. It was developed to go after Republicans. It was 
It was signed into law by Jimmy Carter. It was written by Barney Frank and, uh, and Dodd of, uh, of Connecticut. They were in a grand old time until all of a sudden, uh-oh, here comes Bill and Hillary Clinton. There's Ken Starr. They're doing six, seven investigations at once, and both parties came together and killed the law. If this is going to be one-side warfare with impeachments and special counsels and that sort of thing, we can't win. In fact, we'll lose. And so my attitude is I'm not 100% sure where the politics falls, but Republicans have got to learn to walk and chew gum at the same time. They've got to be able to talk about the border, inflation, the price of food, and all the rest of it, because as it is now, just my perspective, Miranda, they're talking about Trump, defending Trump all the time, and I get it. I defend him a lot because I think what's going on is outrageous. That said, defending Trump and talking about the economy. Let the Democrats defend Biden and talk about the economy. That's my attitude. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. And look, to me, there is such a simple path for impeachment. Uh, we have the quid pro quo. Um, there are pl- probably many others, but there's one glaring us in the face, and it's unfinished business. And it also involves a country, Ukraine, that is currently at war, arguably because Joe Biden was so weak and opened the door, that now yes. we're bleeding money, we're bleeding cash, um, we're, you know, it's a very precarious position, and people are dying by, you know, the hundreds of thousands. And and Joe Biden basically threatened to withhold a billion dollars worth of aid unless they fired the very prosecutor who was investigating the company that his son was compromised on and was putting him on the phone with mm-hmm. those executives. That was that was um, that prosecutor, Victor Shokin, at that time was investigating Burisma, the corrupt Ukrainian energy company, and. We know he was investigating that company thoroughly and aggressively because a couple of months after that phone call in Dubai where he was on the speakerphone with the Ukrainian, where Joe Biden was on the speakerphone with the Ukrainians, uh, Viktor Shokin went in and seized all the property in Kiev belonging to Hunter Biden's Ukrainian benefactor, the, the owner of Burisma. And there were so many lies told about that, and the lies got Donald Trump impeached. So I would like Donald Trump to be out of this. I, I don't think it's helpful that he's, you know, going on his truth social and, and saying we, that the Republicans have to impeach Joe Biden or otherwise he's mm-hmm. going to make sure that they're primaried. I mean, he should stay out of it because this mm-hmm. is just a clear-cut case of corruption, of Joe Biden using quid pro quo and the, the catastrophic consequences since, um, you can see in the Ukraine war. Now you make excellent points. And here's the other thing as I'm listening to you. You look at American history, whether it's Teapot Dome, whatever it is, there's nothing that compares to this. Absolutely nothing. All these foreign governments, foreign front corporations, uh, it's so obvious Hunter Biden was shaking them down, using his father's name. He had nothing to offer these people but his father and but the name. And uh, if Joe Biden didn't know about it, it's been going on for 20 years. It's been going on and on and on. Or to quote the great Dan Goldman, at least 10 years. So it's, it's and I'm thinking to myself, if, if that impeachment clause is ever going to be used properly, yeah. well, when the hell is it going to be used? I mean, 
That's number one for an impeachment inquiry. I understand that it's a very close margin in the House. Well, they got to work hard. They got to explain what's going on to the American people. They got to earn their majority and keep their majority. We know what we're up against here from my perspective. You're 100% right on the Senate. It's pathetic, other than a handful of uh, senators, Johnson and Grassley and a few others. That is yes, it. You're brilliant. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Tom Tillis and, is, a, and, is a joke, to be perfectly honest with well, you. Go well, ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know that Ron Johnson um, and Chuck Grassley were well ahead of the curve. I mean, back in September of 2019, before we even got the laptop, why I suddenly started getting interested in Hunter Biden back then was because they produced this really thorough report with a lot of suspicious activity reports. They had half the story then. And do you know that they were, uh, Ron Johnson was prevented from getting subpoenas by Republicans in his own committee. And that was... Um, At the direction of McConnell, Miranda. Well, yes, and why? Because somebody there is compromised because of their friendship with Joe Biden, maybe many of them, because Joe Biden was in the Senate for almost 40 years and he was a guy, he knew exactly what was going on. He's a creature of the swamp. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sure that he's tied up a lot of those Republican senators in friendship. You know, Lindsey Graham particularly is very yeah. uh, damaging to his own side when he talks about Joe Biden. He was, he was there in a committee the other day. He really shouldn't have anything to do with it. But he's there publicly talking about Joe Biden and saying, you know, he's been a friend for a long time. Do I believe he could take five million dollars in bribes? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, thanks, Lindsey Graham. Whose side are you on? Yeah, he's very annoying, to say the least. Um, Well, I want to thank you for all the work that you've done and everything that you've done, even though it's come under attack or been censored, has been 100 percent accurate. So you're very careful in your reporting. As are most conservatives, by the way, because they know people are looking over their shoulders and all the rest. So I want to thank you. Keep it up. We rely on you very heavily. Thanks so much, Mark. Great to talk to you. You too. God bless. Isn't she great, Mr. Producer? She really knows her stuff. By the way, I want to mention two book signings that I'm hoping by week's end to announce to you when the Reagan Library event is. Don't call them, please. We're going to announce it. And when I announce the Reagan Library event, as we've done in the past with John Highbush and so forth, um, <clears throat> you're going to have to contact them as fast as possible because they sell out within 10, 20 minutes. Um, so just a heads up out there. So the book signings are always fun. Patriots from all around the country come out by the thousands. And I try to take as much time as I can with each one, as you know. And because of the COVID restrictions, last time we couldn't have one. But this year is different. And we're going to have three book signings. We're going to have one on Saturday, September 23rd at 10 a.m. at Bookends in Ridgewood, New Jersey. It's a regular haunt. We love going there. They have great parking, great restaurants for you. It's a beautiful little town. That's bookends, Ridgewood, New Jersey, on September 23rd at 10 a.m. And we want to try and give, you know, little independence a boost, too. We've also become very good friends with the folks at Barnes & Noble. And uh, they've always been very loyal to us. 
And the McLean, Virginia, Tyson's Corner location is fantastic. There's tons of parking. Again, tons of restaurants. And we'll be there the next day, Sunday, September 24th at 1 p.m. That's Barnes & Noble, Tyson's Corner Center, or Tyson's Corner Mall, McLean, Virginia, September 24th at 1 p.m. And again, I'll also be signing at the Reagan Library and speaking. We'll have dinner there. The date and the time will be announced, hopefully, by the end of this week. But we have to make sure we're set up so we can make sure that when you inundate, uh, we don't lose you. I'll be right back. Lovin. You know a company is looking for you when they actually upgrade your service and don't charge you for it? This is great news and for new and current Pure Talk customers. Pure Talk just added data to every plan and is including a mobile hotspot with each one with no price increase whatsoever. Now, if you've considered Pure Talk before but haven't pulled the trigger, take a look again. Just $20 a month for unlimited talk text and a 50% more 5G data plus mobile hotspot. Just 20 bucks a month, folks. This is why I love Pure Talk. That also happens to be veteran-owned and only hires the best customer service team right here in America. Most families are saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST to make the switch to Pure Talk and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST. And make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Remember a couple of weeks ago, America, I told you about Humera. Remember this, Mr. Producer? It's, uh, it's a Part B plan uh, coverage. And um, I put a call into them, helping a family member who cannot help himself. This is my second round. The first round took two and a half weeks and they never called me back or maybe they tried and they didn't get to me but no message was left so the second time around we finally have some really good progress at least I thought we did uh, trying to get the account reinstated uh, they had been pulling from my visa card for 18 months then all of a sudden stopped for two months so they canceled the account. Not mine. Again, I do this for a destitute family member. Nonetheless, they finally looked. Payment taken care of. Visa said, we don't contact Humera to make your automatic payments. They're supposed to contact us. And they didn't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it was worse than the DMV. I mean, the DMV here in Virginia has got, I have to be honest, the Governor Yunkin has really cleaned it up. It's so much easier now. Go in the DMV, I go out of the DMV. It's like, it's, it's, it's quick. I know, it's shocking, but it's quick. They've done a good job with it. But this Humera, I told you about this maybe 10 days ago. They still haven't called back, Mr. Producer. It's shocking to me. These ads run, they run like, uh, what, in the fall? up to early winter, whatever it is, to pick all these plan Bs, this plan B, that plan B, the other plan B. Okay, well, once you get somebody, you gotta, you got to follow through. Now, if I'm having this issue, imagine if you're really elderly and you don't have somebody helping you. How the hell do you get through it? I don't know. That's my pet peeve of the day, quite frankly. 
But I think it's worth mentioning. You know what else is worth mentioning? I want to thank you folks. We had a hell of a life, liberty, and live-in last night. The numbers will come in tomorrow. I have a feeling they'll be through the roof, but it was a hell of a show. And I want to thank Governor Bob McDonald for coming on, very courageous. One of the great leaders of the world and has been for a long time. The Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, who they're trying to destroy as well. He's up against the same forces we are, except if you can believe it or not, their media is actually worse than ours. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Welcome back, America. It'd be me, Mark Levin, and that be you. I think now we have a pretty good idea why... Donald Trump was impeached the first time on Ukraine, which was a perfectly fine phone call. It wasn't about quid pro quo. That's what they tried to create, that impression. And their media tried to create it. There was no quid pro quo. He was getting too close to the truth. And he said he wanted the Bidens looked into by the new reformed president of Ukraine, Zelensky, who also said the call was perfectly fine. Pompeo said the call was perfectly fine. Little did Donald Trump know how close he was getting to revealing the Biden crime family and one of their main benefactors, the corrupt government of Ukraine that preceded Zelensky, Mr. Producer. Does that make sense to you? I think that's what happened here. They shut it down as fast as they could. Don't go there. Anybody who goes there is a kook anyway. And then they impeach Donald Trump. And the very same actors in the Democrat Party are not pretending the actual criminality that occurred, the transfer of millions of dollars to this truly stupid family, this truly corrupt family, there's no evidence of anything here. Nothing. 
You know, when I finished my book, The Democrat Party Hates America, I didn't really finish it. I always turn it in a week or two before the deadline, and I did in May. Then we have three reviews. This is typical. I'm just letting you in on how this works to make editorial changes, I do, and so forth. Because it's one thing to write the book, then you need to step back and look at it, then you need to look at it a couple more times to make it as perfect as we possibly can. We may do that more than most publishers, but that's what I want to do. I want you to get the best product I can do. (coughs) Then I decided, you know what, there's a missing chapter here. I went into how they use language and thought processes, how they were racist against blacks, racist against whites, how they're anti-Semites, how they are destroying and have destroyed our Constitution. I lay out how they're authoritarian and totalitarian. I get into all of that. And I said, I can't finish this book without addressing what they've done. How they've abused the legal system. So I added chapter 8. There's nine total chapters, but nine is the epilogue. So I added a chapter 8 before chapter 9. And the title of this chapter, Stalin Would Be Proud. Stalin Would Be Proud. I just want to dip into this a little bit. Trump now stands indicted by an elected Democrat district attorney in New York City, Alvin Bragg, in an utterly bogus and politically motivated case involving non-disclosure agreements. Another elected Democrat district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, covering most of Atlanta, Fannie Tafai Willis, has concocted a case against Trump involving the 2020 election. She's announced it. The elected Democrat Attorney General of New York State, Letitia James, has brought a civil fraud lawsuit against Trump and his children, involving businesses for hundreds of millions of dollars. Bragg and James both campaigned on a platform of indicting Trump, which is utterly unethical and should have resulted in both losing their law licenses. While he was president, Trump was subjected to a multi-year, multi-million dollar federal investigation based on Democrat Party and media accusations ginned up by unethical and even illegal activity by senior FBI, Department of Justice, and intelligence officials that he and his 2016 campaign colluded with the Russian government to win his election. A so-called Russian dossier, which was funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign and was a complete fiction, served as the launching off point for the Democrat Party media and FBI allegations against Trump. The former FBI director, James Comey, despite knowing that dossier was false, used it. Used it. To threaten Trump when he was president-elect and in the earliest days of his administration. The Washington mob grew louder and louder, demanding the appointment of a special counsel to investigate a Hillary Clinton, Democrat Party, FBI-concocted fictional scandal against Trump. And Attorney General Jeff Sessions recused himself from the matter for reasons that remain incomprehensible. The Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein buckled to the Democrat Party pressure. See, we don't get Republican pressure on Garland for a special counsel. But they put the pressure on. 
and uh, he appointed Mueller. He did so despite the fact there was no predicate to justify such an appointment under Department of Justice um, regulations. And the end of the investigation, you know what happened, nothing. And I explained that, so I won't read it here. Then we have the dorm investigation. We found an awful lot, and I don't need to read that to you here either, because you know what was in there. President Trump would be impeached by the House Democrats a second time on January 13, 2020, only a week before leaving office. On January 11, 2021, the Democrats accused him of incitement of insurrection for the events of January 6, 2021. Two days later, without hearings or investigations, get it? Without the president being able to provide a defense of any kind, Pelosi and the House Democrats rammed through the second impeachment with 10 Republicans voting in favor. And here all we hear is, we haven't built enough of a case. Never in the country's history has a president been impeached twice. Never has there been a Senate impeachment trial by a former president. Former president. Both impeachments broke the past practices and traditions of the impeachments of Andrew Johnson in 1868 and Bill Clinton in 1998. The high crimes, so-called, needed to impeach a president were actually committed by the Democrat Party and its apparatchiks. The law was originally signed. The, of course, Trump has now been indicted by special counsel Jack Smith on 37 counts and now more. And then I explain the history of the law, who was behind it, and so forth and so on. There's a reason the Espionage Act has never been used against any former president or vice president. It was never intended to be used against a former president or vice president. There are complex constitutional issues, questions about declassification, and in more recent times, a 1978 law called the Presidential Records Act, or the PRA, and the PRA purposefully has no criminal penalties for claim violations. And of course, I get into... Judge Amy Berman Jackson, and she concluded the same thing. This explains why the special counsel in his 49-page indictment does not mention the PRA even once. That is, the PRA and the Espionage Act are incongruent. A former president cannot be accused of withholding documents, including classified documents, from the government and be charged with a criminal violation of the Espionage Act, for retaining them while he has the broadest possible authority under the PRA to remove whatever documents he wishes without recourse from even a federal court. And I get into the history of that and into the law. The Biden Department of Justice under Attorney General Merrick Garland, FBI Director Christopher Wray, Special Counsel Jack Smith all know the PRA trumps the Espionage Act in this matter. Even if they believe it's a close question, you do not indict a former president. There's also the uh, Democrat president's uh, leading uh, opponent to test a theory or push the edge of a legal envelope. And you do not bring charges with the hope of imprisoning a former president in opposition presidential candidate who is 77 years old for the rest of his life 
Moreover, to be crystal clear, the special counsel reports to the Attorney General. The Attorney General, Merrick Garland, made the final decision to indict Donald Trump. Nobody else. And Garland reports directly to Biden and knows very well what he's doing and that he's interfering in a presidential election. And I go deeply into this. I go into the Biden family corruption. I go into what's been taking there. Uh, I give you uh, much new thought and information based on the law and based on history, of course, which I have no time to read all here. So I won't. Left unsaid, of course, is that the vast majority of those who acted in the manner. Well, let me let me just say this. Let me leave it at that. These chapters are very long, and there aren't many of them. And I think you're going to find them very compelling. There's a lot of new information in them. I want to thank all of you who've jumped on Amazon or other platforms and have pre-ordered your copies at 40% off. The clock is ticking. We're getting much, much closer now. I can tell you this. I knew the title of the book, The Democrat Party Hates America would cause some cold feet. Some of our friends were different organizations. I knew it would cause some of them cold feet. But we've had very good friends with some organizations come forward and take up the cudgel, who also want to promote the book, and we want to thank them uh, for doing what they do. This is a time when it takes courage. It really takes courage to do the right thing. Organizations that have spent decades and decades arguing for conservatism, arguing for freedom, private property rights, the Constitution, and so forth, now's not the time to get scared. Now's the time to get stronger. My book won't hurt you. The title won't hurt you. These are ideas. These are... These are points made. This is the most comprehensive book ever written about the Democrat Party. I'm not talking about a cushy kiss-up job. I'm talking about a book that has looked at every aspect of that party and has dissected it piece by piece. I understand while I'll get the cold shoulder from the left, from the left media, the New York Slimes and the rest. I would just discourage our friends out there from running scared. I'm taking all the heat, and I don't mind one second. The title is very important, as is the rest of the book, because the Democrat Party hates America, and it's time to stop pussyfooting around. We have elections coming. We have issues up here. and But for the Democrat Party, this would be such a free country, such a vibrant country, such a prosperous country, you think we are now would be a hundred times better. With safe communities, with secure borders, with sound money. So many opportunities for people, regardless of their backgrounds or their ethnicity or their skin color or anything else. The Democrat Party hates America, and it's destroying America. And you have children and grandchildren, most of you, and now is not the time to flinch. 
Do not be afraid of this book. Embrace it. Be proud of it. Carry it openly when you have it. The Democrat Party does hate America. If somebody comes up to you and asks you about it, explain it to them. You'll have every piece of information you need and then some. I see there's a book by a leftist. I don't know this person, but the leftist is writing a book from their perspective. Oddly enough, comes out a week after mine, never heard of her, but apparently she's being on the social media. She's talking about the destruction of America by us, you and me. Now she shot up the number two on the Amazon list because the left backs their causes, they back their authors, they back their hosts. This is what they do. Now is not the time to get weak need, to bend your knee. Now is not the time. I urge you, I encourage you to jump in. Both feet. It's okay. Amazon.com. The Democrat Party hates America. Be right back. Mark Lovin. You know, sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com, and take the sleep quiz. I took it and was matched to the Midnight Lux. Helix knows that everyone's unique, so they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com slash Levin, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and use code HELIXPARTNER20. That's HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long, folks. With Helix, better sleep starts now. From CNN, of course, Fulton County DA says work is done in Trump probe and we're ready to go. This is today. Fulton County DA Fanny Willis reaffirmed in a local news interview that she will announce charging decisions by September 1. In her investigation and efforts by Donald Trump and his allies, this is CNN, to overturn Georgia's 2020 presidential election result while applauding the ramped-up security measures around the local courthouse. The work is accomplished, Willis told... What a strange word. Accomplished. Willis told CNN affiliate WXIA at a back-to-school event over the weekend, we've been working for two and a half years, we're ready to go. You know, Atlanta's a very dangerous city. Willis has previously signaled in letters to local officials and those providing security should make any charging announcements between July 31 and the end of August. She laid out a variety of security provisions her team plans to take beginning Monday. Oh, yeah, because everybody knows that there's a ton of MAGA in Atlanta, isn't there, Mr. Producer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to rush the courthouse the way they rushed it in Manhattan, the way they rushed it in Albany. The way they rushed it in Washington. Oh, yeah. 
They're a great threat. As people get killed and maimed every weekend. The local news interview, Willis, also praised the Fulton County Sheriff after barricades recently went up around the county courthouse in anticipation of what the sheriff's office referred to as high-profile legal proceedings. Ah, cut the crap! I think the sheriff's doing something smart in making sure the courthouse stays safe. I'm not willing to put any of the employees or the constituents that come to the courthouse in harm's way. Aren't you special? Willis said that people may not be happy with their upcoming announcements, and sometimes when people are unhappy, they act in a way that could create harm. Willis also urged local officials to stay vigilant about possible security threats in an email over the weekend in which she shared a racist and sexualized message. She was, Mr. Producer, how much hate do I get? I mean, so she gets one email? I'm not trying to downplay it. One email? You know why we have a call screener, America? Why do we have a call screener? You want to hear that people say things they say to my call screener. We have to weed out the anti-Semites left and right. Unbelievable. I'll be right back. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or americafirsttaxgroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or americafirsttaxgroup.com. Dot com slash L-E-V-I-N. More logic than allowed by law. The Mark Levin Show. Call now at 877-381-3811. I don't uh, make light of threats to anybody. I think it's outrageous. I think it's awful. Rush used to have to travel around with an ex-NYPD guy who was armed because of the threats he gets. I'm not going to go into details here, but I said we have a call screener for a reason. And when we have book signings, we have very heavy security. Now, why is that? For a reason. I don't run to the newspapers. I barely even mention this to you folks, do I? Very rarely, except in a case like this. So she makes that one email available by some nut. And that justifies all kinds of actions. In her mind. I don't mean in terms of protecting her, but in terms of projecting that onto Trump supporters. It's the way they, on the left, exploit these things. Again, I'm not saying that a threat shouldn't be taken very, very seriously against anybody. Anybody. But on the other hand, the idea that this is 
sort of a Trump mayu and so forth is ridiculous. She lives in one of the most dangerous cities and is the DA in one of the most dangerous cities in the country. She hasn't done a damn effective job at all. She's a Democrat, so she keeps getting reelected. But I can't wait to see this cockamamie charges or charge that she brings. Which, uh, all kinds of weird sounding stuff, no question about it. The danger that has been created here with now local DAs, state attorneys general bringing charges in the middle of an election. The feds bringing charges in the wrong venue intentionally in the middle of an election. And notice, notice, at least up till now, everybody brings their indictments in ways that don't conflict with the other's timing. Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? How do they do that? Because they communicate. She's a liar. We don't talk to them. Sure you do. Sure you do. And, uh, it's all, you know, death by a thousand, by a thousand knives. You know, that's the way it's working here. And so the media will, they won't report what's happening. They won't report about the law. They won't report about anything I tell you about what's been done here that is outrageous. It'll just be Donald Trump, the first president in American history, he indicted yet again, 412 times. They're just hoping one. And keep something in mind. He can pardon himself if he's elected. On matters related to federal offenses. He cannot on state offenses. And it's not by accident or coincidence that Eric Holder is saying if he's charged just once and found guilty of anything, he needs to be immediately impeached if he's reelected. And then there's this whole group that's in the in the shadows I've told you about, also funded by Democrat Party, dark money, the purpose of which is to prevent him from even getting on a ballot, Trump. Because he headed some insurrection, you know. Still waiting for the for the details of the order. And then you see Bill Barr. Bill Barr is an obsessed listener to this program. Now, how do I know that? This line where people say, I'll cross the bridge when I get there. Since I was like 12, I've been saying, I'll jump off that bridge when I get there. I've been saying that for here for 21 years, right, Mr. Producer? So, Big Bill Barr who's a Weight Watchers flunky, flunked out of Weight Watchers, I understand. <clears throat> and it was so bad they wouldn't give him his money back. Uh, Bill Barr, he, uh, he used that same line. He's asked, if it comes down to Trump and Biden, who will you vote for? He says, I'll jump off that bridge when I get there. Now just jump off it now. So that tells you everything you need to know, doesn't it? He views them as, as equal threats to the country. Donald Trump didn't do anything to threaten this country. It's a law-abiding president. Two phony impeachments. Now, Joe Biden is a crook up the wazoo. He's not even under criminal investigation. Don't give me the documents. I'm talking about all the rest of this stuff. He's not even under investigation. There's not even a file opened on the guy. Nothing. Now, you and I, they play us for stupid. They play us for fools. And some people are, like Bill Barr. Double B. Who's really double G, if you get my drift, Mr. Producer? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, these charges. 
if we could just stop screwing around with the government, maybe this wouldn't have happened. I've laid out a very strong case, motion after motion after motion, how these people really violated not only their ethical duties, but perhaps the law, certainly rules in the Department of Justice. And not once, not once has Double G gone on TV to even mention it. It comes up. To even mention it. It's like this guy Mike Ludic, who I used to know, knew very, very well. Wash my hands of this guy. It shouldn't be Mike Ludic anymore. It should be Mike Lunatic, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know what it is about Trump. The hate on is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. When I see one of the uh, objective news services contacted cabinet members and sub-cabinet members if they'd support Trump, I sure won't. I won't hear it. I don't know. It's some absurd number they came up with. Mm-hmm. And that's intended to do what? Intended to do what? I don't know. How come they don't go to Chris Christie's former chief of staff, deputy chief of staff, campaign manager, or whomever it was, all of whom were charged with crimes because of Bridgegate? Hey, are you going to back Christie for president? Not on my dead body, I'm not. How come we don't hear from them? Then Chris Sununu's out there with my buddy Hugh Hewitt. That's like stereo rhinos right there, Mr. Producer. Are you aware of that? Now, don't get me wrong. It could be very entertaining at times, I'm sure. Hugh's a good radio host, and he's a good friend. But he'd be the first to tell you, even though he'll throw out, you know, I did this for Reagan and this for Reagan. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, uh, so Sununu comes on. He'd never come on this show. I don't know, in the past, haven't we invited Sununu? Nothing from Sununu. Nothing from, uh, what's his name, Chris Christie. Ugh. Is Vivek still coming on Thursday? As far as we know, yes. Okay. Good. Not out to hurt anybody. But I do have a right to ask questions on your behalf, don't I? Yeah, I think I do. It's a funny thing. DeSantis will come on. He's got no problem. Uh, Tim Scott will come on. He's got no problem. Who else comes on here, Mr. Producer? We don't even like a lot of politicians on here. Be perfectly honest with you. I forget who else is who else has been on here. Pence has been here, no problem. Fine. And I'm polite to everybody. Well, I well, Chris Christie's a whole other animal. He's he's like this Bill Barr. By the way, I have two conditions. Actually, one. Should Bill Barr or Chris Christie want to be? Members of FU Fatties United. And I've given this a lot of thought. I actually did a Venn diagram. Isn't that what, uh, what's her name says? Kamala Harris. I did a Venn diagram, if you will. I did a Venn diagram of a 747. And I had to do seat assignments, Mr. Producer, because Fatties United, I mean, obviously, if we fill a plane, it has an effect. On all kinds of stuff. First of all, it's a slower flight. Secondly, you need more fuel because of the, you know. And so, 
you got to quadruple down on the pretzels, which is which in these tiny little bags. You know the pretzels now? It's like I take, I eat three of these tiny little midget pretzels, and that's it. Can I have another bag? And they look at you like there's something wrong with you. May, may I please? I just paid $700,000 for my seat. May I please? And now they give you a full can of soda, which is okay. But can I have just another bag, maybe? They look at you funny. We can't do that for everybody, can we? Yeah, you can. Well, no, we can't. So now I slip stuff on. You know, maybe I'll bring some popcorn on there. It has to be low-calorie popcorn, you know. My wife is looking after me. Funny thing, she wants me to live. And, uh, or something like that. Because I know I'm not going to have enough. And it's really not their job, anyway. Anyway, back to the point. So here's how we'd have to do it. And maybe, Mr. Producer, you'll contact each one of them and offer them an honorary membership at FU. I would have to separate those two guys. Because if they sit on the same side of the plane, even the 740, it's going to list. You understand what I'm saying, Mr. Producer? If they're both on the right side, it's going to list to the right. Left side, list to the... So I'm thinking, you know, each of them get, a, get an exit row. They need extra, you know, leg room and whatever. Extra belly room. So you get... Each of them have an exit row, opposite exit rows. But then I'm thinking, what if there's a problem? How the hell is anybody going to get through there to get to the exit? But I have another idea. We can have each one of them in a bathroom. One in the back, one in the front. Rather than balancing out the sides, we balance out the nose and the tail. It's very convenient for them. They can eat, they can dump, they can eat, you know, they just keep at it. And we'll call that a special class, you know, bathroom class or something. And so I think that would work, don't you, Rich? I think it would work. Might have to limit the pretzels and so forth, but nonetheless, I think it would work. And I think to myself, oh, maybe it won't. You know, I'm the chairman of fatties, you know. I'm not ultra fat. I'm not the skinniest guy in the world. But still, those restrooms, man, oh, man. Can you fit into that restroom, Rich? You're not a heavy guy. You got to kind of squeeze in sideways, right? And you're thin. And you're looking, okay, the towels versus the toilet paper. And I hit what? And, and the water. The water is, you know, you hit it and it stops. <laughs> and you have to keep hitting it. Okay. So you're like grabbing the soap, grabbing the water, grabbing the towel. Anyway, there's a lot going on in there. So maybe it's not such a good idea. You know what? I'm not going to offer them memberships. I don't want them in my group anyway. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. 
The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299, 800-806-1299, or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Mr. Producer, do we have a caller? Yes. On the Levin app, John in Phoenix, Arizona. Go right ahead, John. Mark, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'd imagine I'd never get to talk to you, but I just want to tell you, I bought the book, Democrat Party Hates America, as soon oh, as it went on you. sale. Thank you. I, I had a quick question and then a comment. Mm-hmm. Did Is it possible, is it even realistic to consider that Obama might have known at all what Joe was involved in if he ends up being impeached? We know the facts, but if he ends up being impeached, considering he was using official government vehicles and How whatnot. How can he not know something? Well, that, you know what I mean? my thought as well. Uh, how how could he not know something? I think that's at least one of many reasons he backed Hillary. And he wouldn't back Joe. But uh, I think you're on to something there as well. I want to thank you, sir, very, very much. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel, the men and women, the freedom fighters in Ukraine and Taiwan, and the truckers out there. Thank you. And you, the American people, the patriots. God bless each and every one of you. I'll see you at Amazon in five minutes.